This week on the BAMCast, meet Daddy Fox, Baby D, and Goldie. They're going to do the monkey hustle. One monkey, we hustle. All right, and welcome to the BAMCast. Hey, 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 it's the BAMCast. Episode 113. Lucky 113. Nintendo. Yeah. Adds up to five. So I'm Harlow. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Chuck. Thanks for the math, cat. I'm still Harlow. Yeah, I'm Mackie. I'm the Beach. I'm Chuck. Yes. And this is your math minute on the Bamcat. That's Rain Man Chuck over there. Yeah. One plus one plus three is five. Yes. Good to know. Right. So, what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is talk about prime numbers. We fling our poo into the past of bad movies, and then we hustle in here and talk about it for about 30, 45 minutes, and then we rate the bad movie. It gets one to five jocks if it's a good bad movie, an enjoyable bad movie after Robot Jocks. Hooray! <laughs> but Saw. if it's a bad bad movie, as in Stay Away, it gets mm. one to five bags in the negative sense, as in Douchebags after Twilight. Ooh, Fuck yes. Them. Boo. So, um, to finalize, to finish out, yes. Black Exploitation History Month. Uh-huh. Never again. <laughs> Maybe well, not. I don't know. <laughs> oh. That's until that's, next year. Yeah. That's a strong statement there. Yeah. Uh, we did 1976, The Monkey Hustle, uh-huh. starring Gaffet Kodo. Yay! Again. So plot summary and, and Rudy then, Ray Moore and Rudy Ray Moore. Well, yeah. kind of. Sure. He's like in it for ten minutes, maybe. 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 Anyway, we'll plot. get to the rest of the cast after this plot synopsis. <laughs> plot summary. <laughs> Daddy Fox is a natural when it comes to scheming and scamming, and that keeps him one step ahead of the competition in his Windy City ghetto. But he'll need all of his wits and the help of his neighbors to quash the local government's plan to run an expressway through the hood. Okay. And that's what they call a plot, because now we're going to talk about this and find out. There's not really one, sort of. No. It's just a couple days in the life of a Chicago hustling crew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Led by Yafit Koto and his... Proteges. His proteges. Well, and sure. Then you got his bizarre speech pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always speechifying. I mean, the, the simplest yes. way I, I felt watching this movie, and I, I will preface this by saying I actually quite enjoyed it because sometimes I like movies that don't have a direction per se. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy the early Linklater mm-hmm. stuff, like uh, Slacker and and Days and Confused, where it's just kind of like here's a slice of life. Some mm-hmm. shit's gonna happen. Uh, just enjoy this uh, trip down this place that you probably don't live. It's dropping you in an environment yeah. with characters. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There really are no definable acts to the movie. No. So. Yeah. Um, there was one point I asked, is there a villain? Is there a conflict coming? Off is- screen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's the evil killer highway, as they right. call it by the mm-hmm. end of the movie. But yeah, that's just kind of there. And they very briefly at the beginning of the movie speak about throwing a block party to raise awareness and, I guess, money or... Well, maybe not even money, but really just kind of to band together. I think it was just to have everyone out in the street so that when the bulldozer showed up, they could go, get but out of here. But it didn't seem like they knew they were coming that day or something. That seemed to kind of take them by surprise. I think it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think they were just yeah. kind of like trying to raise awareness <laughs> and maybe uh, get everyone to call their uh, their aldermen, basically, and say, hey, this we don't want this here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so, so I, sure, sure, mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> okay, that sounds great. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'll go with that. No, that, that's the that's the over <laughs> the overarching plot here, but that's that's really kind of inconsequential to the whole movie. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. No, what does it only matter, gives them a way to end it. Yeah, 
just have an out of some kind yeah. uh, so that it doesn't end in a pie fight, even though it sort of ends in a pie fight. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Or a potato fight. Yeah. I, I think it was a potato fight. Might have been. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically, it's just Happy Yafit Kodo. Again. Uh, and this really should just be called Happy Yafit the movie. <laughs> Yafit is a national treasure. <laughs> I love Yafit Kodo so much. That man just did not get his due because... No. He... <laughs> I, I started looking at his filmography. I, I was sad. I was yeah. like, man... He was not in enough movies or TV. No. I like. Wanna, he, I want to go watch Homicide Life on the Streets just to see more yes. of him. Yeah, but he's so serious in that. I know. I know. Like, he never he's even the, cracks a smile. I know. I he's the, he's the angry chief. Yeah, and I think actually had like a nervous breakdown during that yeah. show. That is that is the word. I, I wanna, okay, that's I why he's no ha- longer. I want to watch more happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he oh, so he's uh, what's his character? He's Big Daddy he, Fox. He's Daddy Fox. Fox. He's got so many names, half of which he gives himself. At random intervals throughout mm-hmm. the movie, but he's got sort of a scam of some nature going, and there are other scam artists who also have well, scams. Their going. scams are never really clear about what's going on. He's kind of the scout leader of the hustlers because, yeah. like, he yeah. kind of takes these kids under his wing and teaches them some basic scamming and how how to do it, quote unquote, by the book and not really be out out and out criminals like don't go get yourself arrested don't do this here's how you do the little stuff to get yourself by right they're basically mm-hmm. stealing Fly stuff that's already been stolen or or even more they're they're kind of con men because i mean they, they or they're hustling hustlers yeah well i mean the, the, <laughs> the very first scene of the movie is, is is two kids following him back to this just dilapidated old building like, i mean it was not even that it's like this condemned rail yard building or something yeah it had to have fallen down five minutes after they wrapped yeah. the movie <laughs> His it secret looked, layer. It looked dangerous. Yeah, it did, yeah. Like they should they should not have been in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean dilapidated is not even like a good enough word. This is like burned out, right. bombed out yeah. like old warehouse or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Like next it, to the Like they shipped tracks. it in from Dresden. Yeah. yeah it just <laughs> survived the blitz. But he go he, they follow him in there and, and he's just he's surrounded by boxes of what was the latest greatest technology. Quasar. Quasar RCA. All solid state color television. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. RCAs and uh I don't AM, know. AM FM radios. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Quality merchandise. Yes, all, all various and sort of TV series and other mm-hmm. equipment. Pop popcorn makers. Yeah, yes, <laughs> big, big pile of popcorn Those makers. Those were big. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to go out for your popcorn anymore. Nope. But yeah, so he's he's just basically got this warehouse full of stuff, or so it seems. These kids sneak up on him, and he's like, "Ha, ah, you caught me! I'll teach you the ways." And well, I love that the, when they catch speech. when they surprise him, yeah. he gets all serious yeah. and he's like reaching in the desk, and they're like, "No, it's us! Don't worry." And then he slowly pulls out a cigar right. and just gives him the, the huge <laughs> the Yaffa grin. grin. And they could have cut to the title then, but they they give they give him his first of many kind of they're weird they're 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 jokey and yet eloquent speeches. Well, I mean, it, they're like rhyming speeches. Yeah. It's yeah. like he's got this. They're like mantras. They're, he's just yeah. giving these 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 like creeds of 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 the hustle that he just sort of rambles out really quickly mm-hmm. and then. The music will kick in, and they'll cut to something else. Well, but sadly, I was not say, a one of them is on the IMDb no, quote okay. section. But as as he finishes the speech of it, it freeze frames, and it goes starring Yafikoto in, yes. and then it goes to yeah. the title sequence, oh. and it was great. Yeah, it was pretty good. The most seventies title sequence ever. Oh yes, the yellow. It's I, like all Cooper font, and, yeah. with the great theme song that they play <sighs> all the time, just constantly. 
This movie yeah. has a great soundtrack, especially just the bass part of it. Yeah, this the soundtrack definitely gets a Stargrove. Absolutely. Full, oh, full on Stargrove. Easily. It got a Stargrove before that song even ended. Oh, yes. yeah, like the first bass. Well, like, I mean, it, I mean that was a, that was a fun song, but like when it, yeah, when it just got to the interstitial music, that's yeah. what I was like, yes. Stargrove, just you know, walking yeah, well, down the there street. There was some boom, guy that like, boom, 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 boom. how good are you at slapping a bass? Yeah, and he's like, like let me show you, motherfuckers, <laughs> right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're on the soundtrack. Yep. But yeah, it is funky as hell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we have that scene to kind of establish Yafet as, I guess mm-hmm. they never really say if he, like, he's the main, he's the top of the food chain of the hustlers, or if he's on par with Goldie, who is Rudy Ray Moore's character. I think there are two or three factions of hustlers, but they also Goldie sort of like- was definitely like Goldie was the king of the like the high class hustlers. Sure. I think, I think. Daddy Fox was king of the, you know, <laughs> the working regular man. street hustlers because yeah. they kept saying. I think they said a few times that Goldie was like the numbers guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. he had some sort of other racket. Yeah, and, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's in charge Goldie of like keeps trying to bring him in. Yeah, I'm thinking he's like in charge of like actual full on crime, like pimping, maybe yeah. drug dealing, things like that. They probably weren't. He didn't have a pimp's car and pimp Absolutely. outfits. Yes. yes, he did. Oh my god! There's yeah. not an IMCDB page for this <laughs> for this oh, movie. Oh. Sadly, we need an IMDb. There are a lot of sites. It's not even on. Yeah. Database. Which really disappointed us. Yeah, come on, it's internet. Because it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah, yet another MGM American International yes. Pictures. And we should point out all four of this month's <laughs> movies were MGM slash American International movies. Oh, this is also by the same director as Friday Foster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I'm thinking like maybe he's like that faction that. Yaffa doesn't exactly go with the whole, you know, this is actual crime, you could get arrested kind of things. This is just good-natured but, fun. But they but they do kind of, like, hint at that Yaffa's character saved Goldie at some point in time, saved his life. Mm-hmm, and so right. he's indebted to him, so he's kind of holding that over him the whole time. So mm-hmm. while he may be equal or maybe even slightly higher in the hustling scale, maybe he's got the upper hand because he, he owes him that favor. Right. So... Anyway, that's just an excuse that there's yeah, two I think that's factions. Why, that may be why uh, Goldie doesn't forcibly drag him into his stable of hustlers. Right, sure. But there's also like this third borderline evil faction that has like thugs. I, I don't know who... There, There's a constant undercurrent of thugs in this movie, like angry people who will just well, beat other people up. There's the one guy who, let's just face it, I mean, the, we'll say this movie is rated PG, mm-hmm. so I think there's probably some things they... Did, couldn't or didn't want us get into too detailed sure but the one guy in the very beginning of the movie is most definitely a pimp i mean he's the one that's who's dating uh the girl yeah oh. um he's, he's dated the hmm? v. v v v yeah. okay well he's the wins girl yeah 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 because uh, don't mean, try to follow this plot or these characters yeah, yeah. Just, i'm just, just saying yeah. like win is just the guy just who's come back the he's a musician yeah, when, when he's, he's the, the world's uh, worst drummer. Yes, the world's worst drummer. <laughs> yeah, they, they they bill him as like the greatest drummer ever, and every time they show him, except oh. for the final scene, he's terrible. Yeah, he's just yeah. banging on the things like I would bang on them. They're just like, yeah, yeah I'm a drummer. Bang, bang, bang. They, <laughs> and they and they even play like the the live music, or if you want to call it that, the live noise that he's making. Then right. until you get to the end when they're at the Bach party and you're yeah. playing on stage, and then it's like, oh, they're playing an actual song, and it's right. the song, it's the Monkey Hustle yeah, but the, song. The one other time when he was playing the drums, yeah. it was just noise. Yeah. It was just random noise. Mm-hmm. It was but just- anyway, that that's who the other <laughs> sort of side evil gang is. Is that guy was in charge, and then he he hired his two cronies to beat him up at one point in time. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I did follow that much. Yeah, if- but there's a weird undercurrent of you never feel like anyone's in danger of dying or anything like that. Like no. you know, considering all the crime that's going on yeah <laughs> there's never like 
you're never expecting somebody to get shot yeah. because they fucked up. Yeah, the I mean, only I mean, one that one actually guy, ha- yeah. has a gun is the cop. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I the remember. one guy pulls a knife mm-hmm. when well, they now, fight him, and then he puts it away to fist fight them instead. The world's shortest uh, switchblade. Right. Yeah. But no, those kids had a flare gun at one point. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> during were, yeah, during the world's <laughs> loudest robbery. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Never try to steal a drum set, kids. No. S- steal a drum set through a skylight with yeah. a rope ladder and some really cheap-ass nylon. <laughs> While you tie all the symbols to you as you climb a rope to get out. <laughs> <laughs> it really was like the escape on foot chase with the one, you know, the one man band. Right, yeah. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then if you could the only have an too. <laughs> and the worst part is the cops show up and what does he do? Smashes the drum over the cop's head. Right. Yeah. It's like, wow, you just wasted everyone's time. <laughs> well, that's after all they that. pretty much shot him point blank with a flare gun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> First I mean, they blinded him. Yeah. And then the smashed was the that drum. The cop will it. never see right again. Yeah. There's there's a there's a crooked neighborhood cop. There's only one cop in this entire neighborhood, and he's he's collecting for I guess Goldie, and he is constantly under attack by anybody. Just like, hey, call the cop over here. Let's beat his ass. <laughs> there's at least three occasions where just the people don't give a fuck and just start beating the hell out of this cop, and it's just sort of like yeah. There was a girl fight, and he was trying to break up the girl fight, and the girls just turned on him and yeah. started whipping his ass. Right, and then they ran away. <laughs> Because <laughs> this, uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. Like I said, we're not going over the plot. There's, there's really no way to do it. There, well, there's, there's hustling. Yeah, I was gonna say we, we've established who the the main hustlers are, and then there's the kids. Like we said, Win comes back from wherever touring doesn't Tour- want to join the hustling crew. No, and then ends up joining anyway. And his younger brother is already is basically he's it's basically we, we finally he's basically got our, the second man under yeah. Well, right. we finally got a Yafet and the kid, right? I yeah. mean, because that's what this movie starts. It really out is. is, yeah. Just and and ends kid. that way basically too because <laughs> yeah. other than like the what the kids wearing it's pretty awesome yeah because <laughs> yeah. that kid was a fashion victim of of mid to late seventies yeah this is that weird time period where no one had full shirts they yeah. either tied the shirts in a knot or they their, their shirts just, just under stopped. the nipples yeah so uh, it's, as I said there was literally one point where one dude robbed both uh, Marianne and Gilligan's wardrobe <laughs> yeah because he had Marianne's little like cowgirl tied shirt and then a, mm-hmm. a, like a sailor cap mm-hmm. it was yeah these weren't uh, even like other than goldie these weren't even like fun passions they're just no. they ugly were, ass they were poor well, except for yafet yafet was a smooth yeah pimp. yafet was style yeah, yeah. he, he was wearing the bow tie well, he yeah, was wearing like 1920s style garb yeah i mean he was yeah. wearing yeah like, the hat yeah. and the, it the was brown suits great hats and, yeah. straight out of the sears robot oh. catalog except for the hats mm-hmm. but he has a truck that's covered with fur mm-hmm. on the inside <laughs> yep. yeah it's like a reverse of the dumb and then and covered in rust on the outside right but it has his name on it which is good for a hustler you know mm-hmm. sure. to, to drive around and there was the shit. other guy who had the tie with the picture of a naked lady on it yeah yeah he was the shitty hustler yeah yeah Played by little, Fuddle Bagley Fuddle Bagley, <laughs> Fuddle Bagley. our favorite Fuddle. name in the credits <laughs> Fuddle Bagley he was, yeah. He was the worst. He was like that little <laughs> pissant hustler. Yeah. Well, he had like he had the little uh, nickel on a string so yeah. he could steal, steal newspapers. newspapers. But he didn't even take all of them. He took yeah, like three. He, three. he took three yeah. and he kept them in his jacket pocket for the rest well, of the movie. Well, he gave them like a, a day later to Goldie and Goldie was like, get out of here with I that nonsense. Goldie, Goldie, Goldie chastised. Goldie yeah. took him and was like, you are an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was, like, he was him ready to beat him with it like ex- a dog. Ex- exactly. You're going to get caught with the, for the dumbest shit. And he's also trying to rob a half gallon milk yeah, thing stole mm. milk oh, that was a Which, quart 
That wasn't. Oh, yeah, even it wasn't. Yeah. That's true. It was a court. And then Yaffa just comes over and takes it and is standing across the street, laughing at just him. striking <laughs> it and smiling while the guy's reaching under the mailbox where he tried to hide it. Yeah, it's like the other factor of this movie is that there's there's hustles going on and the All other the hustlers are taking great delight in screwing that up. Particularly Yafit, whenever he sees like, oh, there's something going on. Well, let me do this other thing and and mm-hmm. fuck that yeah. up. He uses their hustles to benefit uh, his own to hustles. benefit his own hustles. Yeah, it makes it seem fun. It really like it if fun. I was living in the seventies, I would hang out with with. Uh, I'd be honest. <laughs> I would totally want to hustle with absolutely. Them. Well, he gave that one speech, and we were like, fuck. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you, you just Uncle Sam the shit out of yeah, me. He, like, I am signing up for the hustling crew. A Koto <laughs> tattoo. It on was us. basically yeah. like the Robin Hood type <laughs> yeah. speech where he's like, oh, you know, we're. We only take what we need, and we're taking from the rich, those who don't deserve it, and giving it to those who do. And yeah, but it was so eloquent and uh-huh. just patriotic. And I was yes, like, I, yeah! I wanted to <laughs> hustle right then and there. Damn straight. Yep. Even though we're still not sure what the monkey hustle is, no idea. He kind of explains Every day, it. I'd be hustling. He explains it when he because the one girl who's Vi, who's Wynn's girlfriend, mm-hmm. kind of isn't and then is. Her mom is the chick from Omega Man. Yep. And so Yafit is macking on her. Yes. And he explains the monkey hustles that the monkey makes all sorts of noise to scare everything off, but then is long gone before the predators show up because... Mm-hmm. Did he give that speech? I totally yes. missed all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that was that tender moment where he was like, keep me out of the, the cold. Keep me out of the jungle, baby. The jungle. I, I heard that, yeah. but I, I, I think I must have missed all the rest yeah, of it. No, because, he, well, because they were like talking while kissing. So. Yeah. He kept like giving the speech, but then in mid-sentence, start, he would shove his tongue down her throat. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of a lot of macking going on. Yeah, a lot of a lot of jive talk and a lot of mumbling. Oh God! Well, that, and I, like Yaffet especially. I just looked it up. The one dude on the on the 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 kid part of the crew, I think his name was Player. Right? Yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's all player. he ever did was hit on chicks, right. and to the point that like <laughs> he's got like kind of one steady girlfriend mm-hmm. that they kind of establish. <laughs> And he's walking out. Of, he was at this not block party, but another party. And he's walking out the door with this one girl. That's what starts the girl fight, right? Because mm-hmm. she walks she up, rips her wig off. It's, it's even better because she's like walking with her friend. She goes, "Hold my purse," <laughs> and, <laughs> and they'll just yeah. fight on. I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's like you know, they, she says like three things and mm-hmm. kind of hits him for a second, and then she, the other girl starts to walk away. She's like, "No," and just <laughs> knocks her down to the ground. And they have an actual fight. Yeah, this they is fight. Not, this is not like cute. Like, ah, mm-hmm. no, know, they are punching you. the shit out of each other yeah and then the cop shows up and they start punching the shit out of him but then later they cut to the the star grove gymnasium right. while they're doing gymnastics yep and he's they're practicing ca- to save the freeway he's the he and um the the other kid they're tiny i think are looking at, yeah. around at all the girls and then mm-hmm. they he sees his quasi regular girlfriend standing over there and he's like oh i better go make up with her mm-hmm and does kind of and, and the only flashes. way he makes up with her is because he flashes cash right. and suddenly yes. she's all about it. Oh, He's got to take me. And out. now you don't feel so bad about him, you know, no. on other hoes. No. no, Kanye would not have approved of her at all. She no. was a gold digger. No, but yeah, he it, and it's it turns out it's like a fake roll too because it's yeah, got like it's two like fives on two top fives of it and, and a bunch of newspapers. <laughs> but anyway, so they she starts to walk off and then this other girl walks up because she sees the roll of money. And he just starts hitting on her while the other girl is five feet away. Yeah, standing it, right there watching all this it, happen. And it just about starts another fight. Right. Yeah, so. well, She actually chases her out. Yes. Yeah. yes. So. But they just don't show the aftermath of that. No. no. Thankfully. But yeah. So it's, it's Wacky Adventures by Kids. Yeah. And then cut to Yafit speaking some wisdom or mm-hmm. plotting a scheme. 
Mm-hmm. And, and always and, and smiling. Talking with Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. Like, I. Okay. I, I just I don't I don't like Rudy Ray Moore. Okay. I'm just gonna say it. I don't like Rudy Ray Moore. Good because <laughs> Rudy Ray Moore, the actor or his character in this. There's no difference between there's the two. no difference. There's okay. no difference. Um, had we watched Dolomite, which is Rudy Ray Moore's baby, mm-hmm. it would have been 90 minutes of that guy. And just oh, I know, um, I'm aware of that. 90 minutes of bad actor and rhyming and ridiculous outfits and just nonsense. I did appreciate the ridiculous outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's, oh, yeah. He's and the a car. Big fan of ridiculous outfits. The car yeah. was was that one of the best. That part was amazing. It was just I'm Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. I'm yelling something. <laughs> I felt so bad for the scenes that he had to do with Yafit. The Yafit's like an actor. And oh here's yeah, Rudy you could Ray tell Yafit was like, I just who the fuck yeah. is this guy? He might have gotten just so sad by having to do those scenes. That's why his career started to just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I have to work. He was this on the guy. set of Homicide, live on the yeah. street, and going, "The fuck was with Rudy Ray Moore? <laughs> what the fuck was that?" Wonder if he ever did a guest shot on Homicide. <laughs> he didn't get, get, get to he, be happy, Yafit, on on Homicide. No, that's no, that's, that's, no, that's, no, what, that's no. what killed him. He was the angry chief. Oh, he was he's, slamming doors. He's and, really yeah, a happy badges. Really a happy man inside. Yeah, and he couldn't let that out. No, that, he just the joy was stifled. Yes, tragic, no. tragic. Yeah, but we but, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, there's it's, not much else to say. There's, about there's, this there's, one. yeah, it's just kind of when there's no plot. It's just kind of. I think we could probably say more as we rate it because we can talk yeah. about the stuff we liked. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't know if there's any really other scenes that are standing plot. out that are like, oh my god, that was amazing. No, it's just a collection of moments. Yeah. Oh, I was. Go- oh, I was going to say that the the scene we were introduced in the beginning of the movie of of Yafit's hideout with all the boxes and everything mm-hmm. later in the movie, it's shown that they were empty. <laughs> right. Yeah. The kids need to get some money, <laughs> so, so they're they, gonna rip him off. So they're gonna. Hustle Yafit. Yeah. And then they go and find all the boxes are Which empty. Which one kid thinks is amuse- highly oh, amusing. Oh, God. He's- that guy just laughs. And there's another oh, moment. Yeah. The, the one scene where, where Yafit explains to Rudy Raymore that he owes him a favor and he's going to you know use it at the right moment. They do that slow, like, ha, 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 I know what you're, you know, uh, we're both laughing. And they keep laughing. And it keeps building. And it keeps building until they're just in this laughing frenzy with each other. It's yeah. like the thing that only happens in a movie. It has never happened in real life, ever. See who can out-maniacal laugh each right. other. It's yeah. just mm-hmm. laughing because the other guy's laughing. Yeah, and it, then, it pretty much was that scene from Austin Powers where it's like, right. oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I could better than you. They just cut before. It was just like, <laughs> now what do we do? Uh... <laughs> But yeah, so I mean, that's the other thing is like he was a straight con man hustler. There was no yep. merchandise. He didn't steal no. anything. He literally he was just moving money. He around. basically like talked people into buying something that was nothing, or, right. or just taking their mm-hmm. stuff and replacing it with an empty box. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I guess we'll rate it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's Yaffet. Not much else to say. Really. Yaffet yeah. and the kid is the best part of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? mm-hmm. and, and again, we want Yafit and the kid, the movie. Yeah. Well, well the, movie, the, the movie ends on a freeze frame of the two of them running, like, down, running the down the streets of Chicago. Because well, yeah. they have sort of a fight. Like, he, he got, um, they have a falling out. They have a falling out, and he starts, he drives them back to school and like throws them to a headmistress yeah. or something or whatever. And, you know, you're going back to school. No more of this hustling for you. And then cut to back at the <laughs> airport, train station, whatever it was. Yeah. And. They're trying to pull the same scam they pulled yeah, in the beginning, the where it's the swap switch. the briefcase, yeah. and the wine. kid tips off kid because they tip off, off the, the cop about somebody else. Right. And then they quickly fight and run off together, laughing. Yeah, yeah. Ah, the kid tips off funny. the cop about yeah. him, and it's like he's like, "You little son of a bitch!" But they're running down the street of Chicago, yeah. and then freeze frame, yeah, jump in the kid. 
which was great. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, like I said, I such a great TV series. It would have been as far as rating this movie. I it it's not a good it's, good movie, and it's not a bad bad movie. Yeah, it's like it's a it's two jocks. It, it's closer to one and a half, but I, I I'm going two jocks. Yeah, because Yafit is so enjoyable in this movie, and it helps that I love Yafit. I mean, the guy is so awesome, but like everything he says. Just the way he delivers it is hilarious for mm-hmm. some reason. Yep. And it's not, you know, it's not anything offensive. It's just kind of like, it's just one of those slice of life where nothing happens. And that's, yeah. that's what makes it so hard. It's, it's weird because it, Cause it, it's not like there's any jocks moments it, in it. It has a lot of elements of like Friday Foster because it's the same director, mm-hmm. but it's like they peppered in like the moments of violence and nudity and racism and all that. I think like just to hit an R because that's what they were told to do or something. Yeah. And so it like takes away from that fun. haha, We're having fun. This is an adventure kind of thing. And not necessarily for the bad and that, but it's, yeah, this is just kind of a weird slice of life. Almost. I would almost say like, this is an early example of like that link later kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. this is almost like a good movie, a good example of that other mm-hmm. than like the occasional, weird slapsticky cop things and, and stuff that kind of just stand out as like, that's a little goofy. I don't know why anyone would ever, ever, ever act like that. Right. But yeah, I, I guess, I guess I'll stick with the two jocks thing. I'm just trying to qualify it. If you decide to watch it, it is like a weird watch. Just this it's, is not it's our, worth th- watching for you. Yeah. This is not our typical kind of movie at all. Cause it's, it's almost like, you know, deathbed as far as like nothing happens, but this is so much more fun to watch, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like yeah. that was that was nothing happens and boring as fuck. This mm-hmm. is like nothing happens and oh, you're just gonna smile most of the time and mm-hmm. listen to a groovy ass soundtrack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a quarter to help make my decision. <laughs> oh, this would be exciting. Well, congratulations, um, <laughs> <laughs> congratulations to uh, the monkey hustle for uh-huh. receiving two jocks for me. All right, <laughs> is that between a one and a two? It I was between it. a one and a two. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it it definitely gets one for uh, for Yafit and and it gets the second because the quarter landed on <laughs> on tails for the soundtrack. Yeah, for the, the sound, soundtrack. I mean, we already gave the yeah. soundtrack a Stargrove, yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And it and the uh, the one failing about the soundtrack was that it didn't exactly pick up during the scenes that it should have picked up. It just kind of stayed steady. Throughout the entire thing, well, the, oh, like the, the attempted murder scene, the attempted oh, murder scene, it's like <laughs> dee, 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 it was almost like dee, sort of dee, sweet dee, baby making music dee, during dee, those scenes. This might have been just a movie where they had the soundtrack recorded and just tried to fit it in where they could. Yeah, not really scored. Yeah, it was just like, hey, we've got this music. Yep, let's use it. Let's just play it in the background. We'll play the whole album. Yeah, I um, I like it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm giving it three because. Um, Did you flip a coin as well? No. Okay. I just I like Yafit a lot, and this is this is almost like his swan song <laughs> to the '70s, and pretty much, you know, I mean, he was he was fun in Eye of the Tiger, but you know, I mean, like mm-hmm. Alien and and Homicide and um um. <laughs> whatever else he might have possibly you know, Nightmare on Elm Street 6 you oh. know I mean that makes me sad that he was God, a I fucking he Nightmare on Elm Street that. 6 and he's like oh, why six did you have to rem- billing Chuck? in that what about the running man why did you have to remind me that I he don't was even remember Elm him in the Six. running man was he was he Arnold's buddy in that 
Oh. Was he one of the other runners, maybe? I think he was, because yeah. I, I can picture him in that ridiculous jumpsuit that sure. Arnold was in. Um, I, you know, also I in just, Live and Let Die. Yafit was fun, and the soundtrack was fun, and I just think overall, just just the time capsule aspect of the movie is fun, even though there were good stretches of maybe at least 10 minutes at a time where I didn't have an idea of what anyone was even saying. Again, yeah. I needed the jive translation because it was just I don't I don't know and and yeah there is a ton of slang that like Lots is no no longer applicable to normal humanity no, and anymore it's like, and it's so been, none of it makes sense <laughs> no. with the way they're saying and nobody it. knows what it means anymore no and it, like that one scene where they were all hanging out in the bar and the cop comes in and Yafit's like you gonna let that man drink your alcohol and the cop says something to Yafit and Yafit says I ain't saying nothing and the cop says something in return it's, it's like, like none of these sentences fit together in a normal conversation but yet they knew what was going on so i'm like okay i can use my context clues i, I get mm-hmm. it <laughs> yeah so that was fun i i just i think this movie's fun it is fun it, it, it's fun especially fun with a group i think if you watch it on your own you just sort of stare at it but mm-hmm. i i think with a group of friends and just like digging on the soundtrack and just you know making your own bass sounds yeah. in your head yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i had pointing out when sweet potatoes shows yeah. up <laughs> her t-shirt sweet with potatoes. her name on it yeah there's some weird 14 slash 16 year old sexual shenanigans in this movie it's yeah and, and there was that one weird scene where they were talking about the jailbait like the two guys rolled up on the other dude yeah, it was yeah. like yeah we just got some jailbait hey look at her okay we gotta go and it's like what the hell just happened <laughs> what was that it was just introduced those two guys we're gonna come back and beat them up later uh, we do have to point out that wonderful yafit double take oh that was a the violent double take <laughs> the best double take ever <laughs> when the, when the guy with the, the newspaper and the guy with oh, the, the garbage, uh, truck, guy. garbage yeah. truck comes by He's like, do yeah. do reads well, the newspaper. The kids, and are, then, the kids are like, hey, oh. hey. Yeah. And, and he looks over and he's like, ah. yeah. He just violently like, just whips his head over. <laughs> throws the newspaper. And we should point out that that's a mild action scene car chase that ends up with, <laughs> there's like an impromptu block party going on where some guys from the city, I guess they're fixing the street oh, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the fire hosing. <laughs> yeah. There's some sweet. There's Jesus. some guys just working on the street and all of a sudden the kids in the neighborhood decide to turn the fire hoses onto the two or three white guys who are working in the street. And the whole community is just laughing and pointing at these people. And then they like break their truck to no way to the point that like the, the trash guy that was chasing them right. gets out of his truck because he can't go any further. Because everybody's blocking because the street. Uh, laughing at this. And he gets out and just joins in and he's like, he's, I don't care about them anymore. This is yes. hilarious. His anger is immediately yeah. diffused by white people getting hit with a fire hose. Sure. That does seem to be the solution to all life's Which, problems. Which, by the way, happens again at the end. The other two white people in this movie well, that, also get blasted. That wasn't racially hose. exclusive, though, because that was anyone that was yeah, with like the, the city. F- the foreman right. was, yeah. was a black dude. But still, who's any... yelling and screaming at them, and they're throwing food at him. Yeah, yeah. that's when I the felt sorry the, for that guy. I know. That's, that's when the sweet like, potatoes hey, man, start flying. <laughs> I'm just here to do a job, right? So yeah, yeah, monkey then, hustle, everybody. Mm-hmm. Our yeah, most, yeah, what's our interesting is wrap this, up ever. This takes well, place in Chicago. No, not. yes, it does. Um, basically, <laughs> we haven't had any movies this month that took place in New York City. No, it's because New York was a piece of shit in the seventies. I know, but that's where. But see, New York is where all like the serious black exploitation movies happen because yeah. it's hard living in New York. Everywhere else was just like we we're in Chicago. Yeah, man, you gotta watch. <laughs> At least Cincinnati, we're not in New York. Woo! Cincinnati, Chicago. That's where the pimps were in the seventies, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah, everywhere else it was just you know. I'm just saying, like when when everyone people think of black exploitation right. movies, they think streets in New York, and heart of New York City, and no, nah, it's like no. a goddamn war zone back in the 70s. <laughs> no, nope, wasn't safe for nobody. Our movies went to Mexico, 
Los Angeles and Chicago. <laughs> Washington, D.C. Oh, yeah. We did jet set back and forth to Washington a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there we go. Yep. I enjoyed it. I want to watch more black exploitation movies. There are I plenty sure more. Do. So why don't yes. we do it again next Especially year? Especially if they're like Truck Turner. Okay. Yes. Okay. And Slaughter. Man, I... And Slaughter. Like, sequel it's, to it's, Slaughter. I know there is. That's probably how we're leading off next, next yeah, year. Yeah, I think so, because yeah, oh. we're build that into a frenzy of anticipation. If our contracts are renewed for next year. Oh, yeah. True. I hope we get renewed. Yeah. Fingers Bring crossed, scabs. everybody. <laughs> no. All right, let's take a break. Until we can yeah, we got a lot to talk about in the second half, so... Mm-hmm. Welcome back. Hey, hey, hey. Second half of this here, Bamcast. All right. Bamcast. Hey. So let's talk hey. about some movies and stuff. Yes. Okay. I've mixed things up a little bit. Oh, neat. Oh, really? Shuck. Movies? You yes. have seen the latest movie that needs reviewing. <laughs> yes. The I, newest hotness. It needs reviewing. It does. Uh, I saw Ghost Rider, The Vengeance of the Spirit, or whatever. Ghost Rider 2, reboot of Ghost Rider. Ghost Sequel. Rider, Crank Edition. Yes. Um... Ghost Rider rides again. <laughs> I, I, let me say this about the first Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, <laughs> the original. I liked everything in that movie that had nothing to do with Ghost Rider. Like all of the Johnny Blaze stuff was strangely entertaining because uh, he was just weird and Elvising and just, mm-hmm. just doing odd shit the whole time. Uh, but like the Ghost Rider, the actual comic booky stuff was just dumb. And I think that the character of Ghost Rider is not suited for any kind of visual well <laughs> it's certainly not suited for a movie it, it just comes across as dumb there, there's really no way to present it in a way that seems interesting or cool or have it make any sense at all this is true if he was more of a ghost yeah he's not he no he yeah. he or focus more on the writing perhaps yeah right but none of that it's just more on the skull and the he's, fire yeah, he's motorcycle, or he's flaming skull motorcycle driver. Yeah, exactly. Angry guy. So in this one, Nicolas Cage doesn't even seem to be playing the same dude, which is weird. He references things that kind of happened in the first movie, the, the overall origin. But other than that, it, it has almost no tie to the first movie. He's like hanging out in Bulgaria or something. The okay. whole movie is shot in, you know, the cheap ass Euro- European countries where everything's rubble. Awesome. Yeah. And... It gives off a Superman 2 vibe of, I'm Ghost Rider, I don't want to be Ghost Rider anymore, take my Ghost Rider powers away, oh shit, I need my Ghost Rider powers. So it does that, and it presents that really early, so all you can think about is how good Superman 2 was, and how bad this movie is. Okay. The tone is weird, it tries to be funny, and then it tries to be serious, and neither of them really work. The bad guys are dumb, Um, Christopher Lambert is in it for about eight minutes, and... Almost gets to do something really cool with a sword, but they put a stop to that almost immediately. Aww. Yeah. And the biggest problem is that there's an action scene at the halfway point that is 100 times better than the finale of the movie. So it's almost like you can leave after the midway point. It's like, that's what you want if you're going to do a Ghost Rider movie. It does it. And then the rest of the movie is just sort of Nicolas Cage whining about being Ghost Rider. Is there a decent Nicolas Cage freak out? Uh, sort of, but it's it's more embarrassing than entertaining. He's, In what way? Well, he's freaking out, and they've they're 
while he's freaking out, he, they're digitally inserting the skull trying to emerge from his face as no. he's yelling at someone. But you can sense that, you know, obviously it was just filmed with him yelling at someone pretending to be in pain while the skull is poking out of his face. And it, the movie doesn't do him any favors. Mm. He, he's doing his crazy overacting nonsense. and The movie sort of hangs him out to dry a few times. Well, do you think also that we've just gotten too used to a Nicolas Cage freakout at this point? Or I think it's it's expected, and I think I think he's become self aware, and I think the people directing him have sort of become self aware mm-hmm. of it, and we're just not getting that sort of natural oddness anymore, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate. So there's no freakout like anything in anything else, you know, Wicker Man or any yeah. countless other oh well Nicolas Cage movies, but it's. Eh, it's not terrible. Um, I kind of want to watch the first one again, simply because all I can think about was the stuff I liked in the first one. Watching this one, I don't know. You know, eh. it, it'd be worth watching for a buck on Redbox. And I saw it in 3D, and that was not impressive either. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, I would think the Crank Guy style would not translate to 3D because you need long shots and that sort of stuff. Yeah. It was also not shot in 3D. If no. I converted correctly. after the fact. Oh, so it's like a diorama. Mm-hmm. Yes. Was, was there was there anything Crank like about it? I mean. Yeah, there, there's... Did there's anything an, crank? <laughs> no, there, there's an interesting energy to it, but the problem with it is that there are times in the movie when it has to slow down, and that just sort of breaks the the intensity that they're trying to build with it. It's like, it's like crazy, 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 stop and talk, make friends with a kid, get mm-hmm. into some adventures, oh, not kids. you know, stop for a, a bite to eat in the diner drink a pitcher of water because haha my skull was on fire five minutes ago you know i feel like my head is on fire yeah it's like that you just so. love saying i do <laughs> it's the only nicholas cage impression i can really do right <laughs> so i it, you know not terrible certainly not great well after that the glowing review yeah. yeah so run right out and don't yes. see that movie <laughs> sounds terrific yeah so so bj other movies i have seen a movie was much better than I think the general cats. consensus. Yeah, it was better than cats. <laughs> um, I definitely think it's it's better. I enjoyed it more than you enjoyed Ghost Rider the second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, starring uh, that one guy and whose name I still can't remember, <laughs> and um, Alan Tudyk, whose name you can remember, and whose name evil. I can remember. Yes, mm-hmm. and Evil. Evil. Actually, no. Evil was not really. There Just. was kind of a douchey guy, but Evil wasn't really in this movie necessarily. Oh. So it's, it's kind of Tucker shitty. and Earl versus douche. Tucker and Dale, Dale versus Dale, asshole. Earl, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tucker and Dale Earnhardt versus. Uh, no. He um, was an angel. <laughs> he was. <laughs> they cut his straps in this one too. Yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> Tell you, man. Taken before his time. Couldn't handle intimidation. That's right. <laughs> <It was laughs> evil, what they did to him. Anyway. Ah. Uh, uh, Where were we? I don't know. <laughs> Tucker. Um, so Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Yeah, it's um, it's a kind of cute comedy twist on the whole psycho killer in the woods uh, mm-hmm. story. It's pretty funny. Definitely way gorier than I expected. Um, yeah, that's what I've heard. It's like intensely gory. Yeah, it's there's lots and lots and lots of blood, and they're not really shy about showing people getting run through with spiky things or mm. awesome. Um, <laughs> Toss into a wood chipper, things like that. Yeah, um, that sounds fun. Uh-huh. All Alan, the good stuff. Alan Tudyk is quite possibly the 
best person in the world to do <laughs> well i mean not not just the best person in the world uh-huh. but the best person in the world at doing the exasperated like woe is me oh jesus christ not again face oh he does mm-hmm. that really 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 well and it shows up quite a few times in this movie <laughs> oh steve um, the pirate yeah steve the pirate oh, okay yeah yeah oh it's Wash. that guy oh okay yeah. now i okay <laughs> yeah Yar, Yar. Steve. but yeah it's a it's a pretty cute movie um it's on netflix instant so you can watch it for the freeze um i like the freeze yes i mean well free if you have netflix oh um which does cost a few of the monies so I could watch it on Netflix and on your phone. have a decent yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. It's actually, it's it's a pretty cute movie. Um, I don't think it's... Wait, it's cute? Yeah. Yeah, it's gory yeah, it's cute. cute. Yeah, gory it's gory cute. and cute. Okay. Yeah. There's a little cuteness to it. Um, <laughs> so it's like a ghost kitten. <laughs> no. Well, it's like it's, a zombie kitten. It's, it's okay. like a zombie kitten, kitten ripping your parents to shreds, sort of. That sounds uh, great. That's adorable. Aww. That is just... But the whole time it's going. <laughs> right. Right. It's giving you like, those little zombie oh, eyes. Oh. It's it's cute and fun, and it's it's definitely worth. It's like an hour twenty nine minutes, I think. So it's not not a Shortest real big time. time investment. Yeah. So you know you can sit down and watch it with your family. Oh. It's fun. It's cute. It's it's funny. It's got gore. What more can you ask for? It's got, got wash. wash. Are there boobs in it. Uh, not fully exposed boobs, but... Oh, then there's always something you could ask for. Damn it. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry you lost, Chuck. There's the entire rest of the internet to find boobs. That's true. This is a And point. you could... You have an iPad, so you could yeah. be looking at boobs... While I'm watching. While you're movie. watching Tucker and Dale versus Multitask, Evil. Chuck. Yeah. Man. Learn it. Multitask. Love it. I like this idea. You could be looking at boobs right now. He yeah. is. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's that's all I have to say about Tucker and Dale versus Eden. Awesome. Okay. I also watched Subdued a movie that cast. you can uh, watch for free on the Netflix should all you right. have a subscription. Oh yeah. Tell and us all about it. I want to preface. It, I want to preface it with saying that we have to go back to the old topic uh, where we kind of gave like a oh yeah, I, okay that's a new concept mm-hmm. to the flaming turkey. Oh. Because mm-hmm. this was not a premeditated thing, but I after the movie was over, I was like, shit, I totally flaming turkeyed that movie. Because I was ready to shut this movie off. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, The Warrior's Way. Oh, then Antonio Banderas. Yes. No, you might have seen like uh, <laughs> a preview a year or two ago where it was billed as you know ninja assassins in the Old West type of thing. Mm-hmm. That was what I assumed it was. <clears throat> And the the start of this movie really, really, really turned me off because it's doing that anime sucker punch uh, time shifting uh, thing where like guy will be moving in slow motion and then speed up and then so 50 speed ramping. F- speed ramping, sure. I don't like that. And it was just doing all that and Hit super, that big ass ramp. It was just all kinds of like super hyper realistic colors and uh. like leaves and shit. F- you know, falling in slow motion. Yes, I love leaves. Yeah, and then I was, also, and then all of a sudden it was, in a nutshell, what the movie is about. Guy is an uh, is an assassin. They're all they've all but won the war against this other clan of assassins. He's killing off the last of them, and they were protecting a baby. Well, the baby is like the next in line of this succession of these assassins. Mm-hmm. He's ordered okay. to kill them all, including the baby, and he refuses to do that and rescues the baby. And of course, so. His clan oh. turns on him, and he escapes to the Old West. Man, clans are always dicks like that. Yeah. 
And so this is where I started absolutely. Well, I'm not McClan. I wouldn't say absolutely, but I really started enjoying this movie. Um, the entire second act is really bizarre because it's. I think the best way I could I could describe it is it's Amelie meets the quick and the quick and the dead, kind of. What? Like imagine that weird <laughs> that kind does of not compute. <laughs> imagine that weird kind of uh, border town where there's not that many people and. You may not know everything about them, but they're going to kind of slowly introduce you to the few people that are in this town. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, I really, really, really enjoyed the second act of this movie, and it brought me right back in to when it went crazy towards the end, I was totally on board with it. Huh. That's good. Because um, that one did not have very good reviews at all. That's why I kind of avoided it. Yeah, I... There were very few that were even remotely positive. I, I just think maybe if you can get past this opening, give it a chance. Because, I, like I said, by the time you hit the Old West Town, I was like, I'm for some reason, I'm totally in on this. Like, how long are we talking? It's 10, 20 minutes for the first act, basically, until he's like, I've got to leave America, and okay. hits the Old West Town, and you're introduced to uh, Kate Bosworth is in it, and Jeffrey Rush playing an almost unrecognizable Jeffrey Rush, as per usual. Oh. Oh, and uh, Danny Houston. Danny Houston plays the uh, the American villain, if you will, because there's, there's kind of two stories. It's like they've got to fight the possibility of these assassins continuing to come, but then he's like this old war general who's terrorizing this small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Danny Houston's usually pretty good. Yeah, he's a, he's a good bad guy, and he, he gets very cool uh, makeup and stuff in this movie. And <laughs> I, I just, I really enjoyed it, and like I said, I... When I would not did not consider my time wasted at all. So cool. give it a chance, and it's it's a bona fide flaming turkey for me. I hated the hated the first part of that. Glad <laughs> I stuck with it though. Okay, <laughs> I might. Is that on Netflix? Instant it also? is. It yeah. is. I may have to watch that as well. Yeah, I, I, so I, I've never seen the main instant. dude in anything else, and I I thought he was really good. He just played quiet assassin dude who doesn't have to say much and just does most of his acting through looks, which <laughs> I, which I like. Nice. Ah, so. From what I understand, yeah, all you guys went to a mega con, a mega, a mega convention. Yeah. So when you walked in, were they like mega con? I believe I did say that. We might have. They they did not. There was no pre-rendered. I would like that at the door, like you know how the sliding doors detect people walked up. If they had a thing that just did that. Mm-hmm. No, I think they should so have all like day a, it would just be going. They should have a guy standing yeah. there that says, "Welcome to MegaCon." Well, they should have had a guy there announcing like the entrance of each person, trying to figure out what the fuck they were. The lords and lady justice, candy corn, gray person. Well, that's why you have the person right before the entrance that. Oh, they write it. Yeah, they write it. Write it on the slip of paper and hand it to the guy. That's how that's. Sexy Vader. <laughs> Sexy Boba Fett. <laughs> Sexy Batman. <laughs> Sexy <woman>. Hulk. <laughs> Fat Poison Ivy. <laughs> Not very sexy Poison Ivy. Fat Ramona Flowers. Oh, <laughs> oh. We saw uh, all of these things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was glorious. Man, what a time. I, it was my first con, uh-huh. as uh, some of you may know if you play the home game. Um, and <laughs> Mark that section on your bingo card. Right. <laughs> I, um, if there was another Megacon this weekend, I would go. I would go once a month. Sure. To a Megacon. Um, it is a little bit of sensory overload, though. That's what's so great about it. Yeah. I, like, 
It's like being on the Vegas Strip. You just you cannot take it all in. Right. And one of the things I was I was doing, and I I'm sure I missed a lot of you know neat booth stuff, but I was just walking and my head was on a swivel, just looking at everything. Mm-hmm. There was so much visually to take in, yep. and that's not even counting the the booths, just the people. Like I, even the people not in costume were kind of amusing to look at. Sure. Just, just because it's it's all it's all this glorious gathering of all of these different types of nerd people comfortable mm-hmm. in their element. So it's them like getting to be happy them. Right. Like it's it's their little slice of heaven. Like and there's no rhyme or reason to demographic for the no, most part. Not I at mean, all. It's it's I mean, most it, there's a lot of pasty white people. Yeah, a lot. I mean, that's. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you look at people that have demo- not seen the sun, in right? A while. Sure. If you look at demographics, yeah. it's going to be you majority know, pasty white people. Right, majority but- pasty white people. But there's still there's a lot of a lot of diversity, and it it doesn't seem to there isn't one particular ethnic group that gravitates in mass mm-hmm. towards a specific thing. It seems there were more like there were plenty of whacked out anime white people yeah you know it's probably more whacked out anime or anime whacked out white people than whacked out anime asian people sure um man what a glorious experience (laughs) i'm I'm still kind of like yeah it's uh still kind of floored about it it's like really the only activity where you go there for one certain thing but the other people who are there with you are also part of the show somehow and are equally entertaining yeah, everything is the show. Yeah. The whole I, thing is the show. There's nothing that's not the no, show about it. No, I mean, there's there's nowhere you can look that's not like, hey, look at that. You know, it's a pink Jawa and, you know, She-Hulk. <laughs> and they're, right. they're arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Why not? Yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> Every once in a while, there's some... there, And the, this is always at whatever con I've ever gone to, there's always something like this where there's some, like, group of somethings, a group guild of people or something, and they just start... They just there's like a, a tiny uprising all of a sudden where they're just yes. marching through the room shouting some some mantra and and carrying a sign and everyone just sort of has to stop. It's like, oh, look at these people. What are they doing? That's neat. I don't know what they're doing, but well, whatever. More power to you. Mm-hmm. So there's, and there there are many of them. Mm-hmm. Like there was the the gray people with horns. They mm-hmm. got together at the end of Saturday and they were there were like fifty of them, maybe maybe sixty. They're a lot and they were all. Like doing group pictures, and they—it's <laughs> the weirdest thing. They're shouting and carrying on, mm-hmm. but they'd get a group of people up, and then they all those people would pose, and the crowd would count down ten seconds for them to pose, and then they'd shuffle off, and the right. next group would come up. Sure, it's weird. <laughs> So weird. But we had to look those people. While up. we were standing in line, we just kept hearing ten, nine, eight, <laughs> over and over again. We're like, what what the? The, what's going on? What are they launching? It's, yeah, yeah, it's the either launched room. or New Year's, <laughs> right? Or it's a suicide cult. New Year's cosplay, where it's just, <laughs> just every ten seconds, it's New Year's Day. <laughs> right. That would be the best cosplay. That would be fun. <laughs> be drunk the entire time. Curry Glorious. confetti. Just, just constant cut. confetti. You rip Taylor. <laughs> yes. Oh my god! Buckets of confetti. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, the first thing <laughs> Taylor cosplay. Yes. yes. The first thing we did was Next ride year. the line ride. That's yes. a good ride. Um, but even that gives you something yeah. to do because you're There's watching so everyone else go at. by, and it's like, well, look at that. Look oh, at her. Poison Ivy number forty-five. <laughs> Look, it's Pimp Cobra Commander. Right. Pimp Gangsta Cobra Commander. He had a pimp cup and... Wearing a white suit with the gold Desert Eagle mm-hmm. and uh, the big chain that said gangster. Right. 
He had the so, gold mask, the gold and the mask. helmet. I mean, how do you see through that? I don't know. I he he did okay. Yeah, it must have been like one of that reflective yeah. like, car films. It's awesome. Yeah, it was. He awesome. was pretty sweet looking. I saw the picture. Yeah, that yeah. dude. Yeah, deserved the other one I wanted award. to see was the Mad Moxie. What you posted? There were several of those, oh. all in varying qualities, but only because the one who that that I sent out that picture of was spectacular. She was the best. Yes, it was just like. You know, ma'am, you really don't need the tattoo on your breast to draw attention to them because they are going to fall out anyway, but okay. <laughs> yeah, the makeup was right, and yeah. the breasts were right. <laughs> the breasts were right. <laughs> she had the megaphone, and, and she had her accessory, Dr. Ned, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. Um, I would have just followed her around all day. I should have. I should have, really. And I do like the people, too, who will coordinate their... Like, they will go with someone who is going to be someone similar to what their theme is. Yeah. It's not just two people's like, I'm going to wear this, and, and I'm going to wear this, and we're going to be princesses or whatever. No, I right. mean, it's like they will go as as a partnership of whatever characters mm-hmm. would be partnered mm-hmm. up. Yeah, there's a lot of Joker and Harleys. And oh, there are so many Harleys. Yeah. Quins, not bikes. Right. <laughs> I don't think I saw a single Harley bike. But, no. Um, Lots of Harley Quinns and like all the iterations of Harley Quinn. Every single iteration was yeah. there, I think. Yeah, lots of Jokers. Um, the Batman, Batmaning was the, was definitely the theme. There were some serious Batman. Oh, that's yeah. Eli's brother, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. He was there <laughs> signing autographs. So Batmaning. So the jo- the Jokers were they going with Dark Knight Joker? Were they going with traditional Joker? It was everything from all sixties television Batman to. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just modern day. I mean, big fat mm-hmm. jokers and tall skinny <laughs> jokers, and you know, every kind of joker you could want. Sexy bikini wearing joker. I mean, just whatever. There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, I like there are chicks that will turn anything into sexy. Well, something. yeah, we saw a chick running around in like a Hunter S. Thompson. Uh, you know, fear and loathing. I missed her thing. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was sexy penguin. I would have followed yeah. her around. And her boyfriend, her boyfriend or, or fellow, was uh, Poison Ivy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. I miss them, and I'm kind of glad I only saw yeah, pictures. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's one uh, cautionary tale of this <laughs> of cons in general too. Um, you have to be careful of two things. You have to be careful one of the underage factor, mm-hmm. uh, which is you doubly know, so at MegaCon. Yeah, I mean, you look around, and you see skin, and you're like, "Woo!" And then you realize it's a 14 year old. You're like, "Ah, yeah, no." Or it's a dude. That's the other <laughs> cautionary tale is that it might be a dude. So you might want to not hit your buddy and go check that out. And then they turn around and is like, what? <laughs> what are you looking at? <laughs> Sorry, sir. What Mr. are you looking at? You? Great Mr. big fat person. Mr. Ivy. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Ivy. Mr. Ivy. Um, tons of uh, the doctors. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and they had, all, they had one big group thing. There were like 40 of them. Mm-hmm. All clustered around and and companions and, and companions and, and past doctors. And they do such a good job too of gathering up all of the similarly themed yeah. people for massive. And I mean, I would it imagine must be like the snowball effect. Wait it till just you get like, to Dragon Con and look on the schedule for when they're going to do the DC and the Marvel superhero gatherings. They have a fucking courtyard that's massive, and I they can't need it. Wait for that. I mean, seriously, it looks like a high school yearbook photo. There's that many people. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Do they list all the names? They yeah. go through and get all the names? Yeah. Like front row, left to right. <laughs> yeah, right. so-and-so Superman, as Superman, Superman. Black Superman. Yeah, sexy Bizarro, Superman. Superman. <laughs> Fat Superman. Yes. Yes. Extra Superman. Old Superman. <laughs> Young Superman. Baby, Baby Superman. Superman. <laughs> I, just, I, I love that so many people spend so much time on these outfits. You know, like, like you can see some of them that oh, people I, have spent... 
months yeah. working on it. Yeah, I mean, you could just picture like a shed somewhere where they are just night and day and they're welding. Mm-hmm. But I almost feel bad for <laughs> just sitting there like in yeah. front of the TV yeah. sewing and eating Cheetos. <laughs> no, they're like Tony hours. Stark in the cage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I imagine the dude who like put together his own Batman outfit mm-hmm. and then he got there and there was the dude who spent that extra hundred hours. Yeah, but you has, know like, what? The full Kevlar Batman. But you know like, what? The coop, the super awesome Batman will come up to the shitty Batman, and they will come together. And it's like, hey, yeah. we are Batmans. <laughs> we are Batmen incorporated. We are men who dress yeah. as bats. I mean, <laughs> oh, there was that's a the thing. Uh, Swedish chef and Beaker also. Yeah, I saw them too. They were very awesome. tall. <laughs> they, were, yes. they were already like six feet tall, and then they had giant cardboard heads. But yeah, that's like awesome people, people of of similar costumes. They all seem to like, eh, hey, we're yeah. doing the same thing. Right. That's awesome. I love you. Let's take pictures. Yeah. Well, the, I, and, I, the thing you run into, I mean, like the thing I kept running into is that I was wearing a, a Doctor Who shirt, just a shirt. I wasn't mm-hmm. dressed up or anything. It was just a Doctor Who t-shirt. And you keep getting stopped by people who are either asking you about it or just like, hey, man, nice shirt. Or like at least 10 people high fived me. Like half mm-hmm. of them, I didn't even know what they were doing. It was just sort of like, "Hey, up here," and I'm like, well, "What?" And they were like, "Oh, okay, slap," you know. So, <laughs> well, like I was wearing, I was wearing an Avengers logo shirt. Nothing special. I was, it was yeah. like pre-planned. I was right. just like, I had an Avengers logo shirt, and several people were like, "Awesome shirt." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, okay, I could walk so, around in the regular world for the rest of my life, and no one would ever say anything about my shirt. So. I mean, everybody there is getting some sort of tiny little ego stroke in some way, shape, or form. Except me. I was dressed as Incognito Man. Oh. Well, <laughs> then you did good. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Yes. Yes. No one touched me. Yeah. I like the weird random pop culture stuff, too. Like, there was one dude dressed as a Rocketeer, which is just awesome because no one remembers a Rocketeer. And I remember the Rocketeer. But he was, yeah, everyone and, remembers Rocketeer Chuck. No, You're not no, special. In this room, maybe, oh, but okay. no one else. But that, that dude's costume, I mean, that was it was a good costume. He did a good job yeah, with it. Yeah, I saw a picture of him. He was There was the, the guy doing Dave Chappelle's uh Tyrone Bigham. Yeah. <laughs> that's still I, I think which, that's the best. Which I just <laughs> took me by surprise because I'm looking at stuff on a table and I turn around and there he is doing the, the it you know, doing the whole thing. And he's not doing it for me, he's just doing it. And <laughs> it was just like, whoa. Oh, okay, I get it. All right, yeah, you're that guy. So, <laughs> um, you know, just you know, pink Darth Vader and uh, Green Bay Packers Darth Vader mm-hmm. and uh, and Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, I mean, just you know, and that's Boba Farb. <laughs> yeah, Boba Farb. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Darth Holmgren, I guess. You know, and they had like a million like remote control R two D twos roaming around. There's a Judge Dread or two or three. Mm-hmm. Was there really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't see the Judge Dredd. We, uh, tall. BJ, BJ and I got a, uh, a double crash and burn with uh, Doctor Doom, Dr. Doom, who was quite British <laughs> yeah. on the inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, "Can you do a, a thumbs up for us?" And he's like, "Do you have any idea how hard it is to do a thumbs up in this?" <laughs> Tobias like, actually grew a few inches. And yeah, got his Doctor Doom on. Apparently. Secretly, Tobias is a uh, Doctor Doom That's cosplayer. Awesome. <laughs> oh. It was actually much more like, "Do you know how hard it is to do a yeah. thumbs up in this thing?" And he was yeah. in the Doctor Doom yeah. thing, so in my yeah. head, it, <laughs> sure. it's always more evil. It was roboticized. Evil. Yes, he did not. He did not have a Latvian accent at no. all. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like robot voice. It was just in my head. It translated immediately to a more evil voice. <laughs> sure, but I mean, then once you're once you're past like the whole look at all these crazy ass awesome people, you've got tables and tables of the weirdest shit you could possibly think of. 
absolute madness and on no rhyme or reason to it uh, japanese candy and wigs there and was one that had just a bunch of old toys yeah not like vintage collectibles no, just they were old fucking toys dumped in, in a bins box. Yeah, yeah in bins it was just like we found these at a garage sale fuck it yeah, yeah. We, we went around to every garage sale in yeah. the greater orlando area and yeah. bought all of the shitty I'm old like, toys. I'm, I'm starting to like regret putting throwing some of my things away i was like ah this isn't in good enough condition to keep right. and i'm looking at like old gi joe toys yeah. like here's a 50 dollar price tag and i'm like Fuck! Mm-hmm. Yeah, is anyone actually buying these? Yeah. And there, there was like you know filthy old boss hog action figure. You know, yeah. just just old. You know, it's like we were looking through this glass case of like seventy stuff. It's like, are those the Charlie's Angels? Is that Steve Austin? What are these? These are odd action figures. But then, like the next booth over will be guns. You know, not real guns. Yeah, but, replica guns. But yeah. still, real enough looking guns. And then right next to that is fucking swords all over the place. But they had crazy ass replica shit, like but, Space I mean, 1999 guns, which... Movie weaponry. Yeah. It was just really good. I mean, yeah. it was really, really, really well done. And you could buy your own kits mm-hmm. to assemble and paint. Paint. As you wish. Because that's always fun. Yeah. Painting, Painting is shit. good. <laughs> yeah. You get to paint it how you want it. Mm-hmm. Put flames on you it. You can make it pink. Sure. You can have a pink Martin Landau gun. <laughs> yes. I and, do. And there was a uh, Ecto-1. Oh, yeah. Ecto-1B yeah. was there yep. with a shitload of uh, Ghostbusters. There, there were, were Ghostbusters like all Ghostbusters. over the place. But this this was like a like Palm Coast Ghostbusters Society. There were like yeah, there eight are, of them that were official what? at that booth. There are guilds of people who Ghostbuster cosplay. Who I bust mean, ghosts. I will yeah. say yes. there's nothing else to do in Palm Coast. So right. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and, you know, busting makes you feel good. Well, I mean, Palm Coast is a retirement community, so, so as far as ghost yeah. busting, uh, it's oh, a yeah. good place to start. Common. Yeah. There you go. And that was next to the Blues Brothers car, which yes. they had, like, permanent Blues Brothers cosplayers there. Yes. And every time I would b- walk by, the the, the the Belushi cosplayer was always asleep on the car. He that was makes just sense. laying on the car yeah. with, the, with the hat on his face. And uh, I kind of wanted to prod him and yell wake the fuck up but he seemed to be doing all right <laughs> <laughs> it was cool it was really cool to see i haven't seen an ecto one up close since yeah. like since i was like i don't know 10 years old at universal studios or something yeah. like that and i mean it's in great shape it looks yeah it's, it's beautiful shiny and and good i like that car a lot you guys are bumming me out that i didn't get to go because I had family it, obligations. You would have seen long. all this Assassin's Creed it's, cosplay, and you would have oh, yeah, just there, lost there, it. Oh my Several, god! There was so many years and Oh my god! Yeah, that one yeah, guy. Yeah, but those are a bit easier to do. I would think <laughs> mm-hmm. these were really fucking yeah, detailed. They were, yeah, they were really. nice. I mean, like costumes. their robes were like, whoa! Yeah. They spent some money on those robes, or they, they cut so this shit out. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. Is like, if you really want to get into cosplaying, you better fucking learn how to sew. Yeah, yeah. I mean it. Or you better know someone. Who knows the only right. cosplay exactly. I would do is Yafit Kato's pimp outfit from Truck Turner. Oh man, from the it, funeral. Oh man, if I, we could find that I, outfit and put that together, that would be the best. I would, would be, do it. That would be awesome. Hundred percent. Oh man, I bet you that thing's in the Smithsonian, so we'd have to track down a replica. <laughs> we call Nicholas Cage and help have him help us bust in there. <laughs> yes, that's right. This is perfect. This is what we're doing for the three year anniversary. <laughs> the dollar bill's trying to tell us something. So, but yeah. then like. Like all the artist stuff, I really wish I was more into that stuff because there are some crazy talented people. Yeah, there's. I mean, and they're all you know. Some of them are popular, and some of them aren't. But they're all talented, and you're looking at their stuff, and most of them are talented. Yeah, there were one or two. Of them. Some well, of them are sure. real shit. Yeah, like shit sellers or but, some sort of. You know, you walk through there, and it's like that. walking through the pound where they're sort of looking at you sadly, like, please yes. buy a print from me. You I, know, <laughs> I couldn't make contact with any of them because every single one of them goes, "Hey, how are you?" Yeah. 
you get sucked into the conversation Please and then it's talk like to me yeah it's like I, I, what I, sci-fi thing do you like i drew that you know it's like, i've oh, learned to smile it. and just yeah. look at their stuff and keep moving but see that's what that's see, what i'd be like me. wow that sucks <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> No, you should quit. No, you you, stop you would not no. when you saw the sad yeah. artist puppy dog guys. And, no, <laughs> and that's most, what of, most of it on. is really good. Oh, yeah. Most of it oh, is okay. actually I, really good. I can barely leave a con without buying some kind of artwork yeah. these yeah. days. You, and you I, got I did. you got some smashing yeah. artwork. Well, that, the guy that I bought from this year, I wanted to last year, but his his booth was mobbed. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that uh, guy. Oh. Yeah, every once in a while, you just really you get to one stuff. artist table where it's like, whoa, I will never be able to get to see what this guy did because there are 50 people at that guy's table. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the the talent that these people have is just insane, and the fact that they really don't have an outlet for it except these shows and the internet really is yeah. you know there there needs to be a bigger industry of crazy superhero art <laughs> and copyright it's infringement. Comic books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. It, that industry, like everything, it's all about who you know. I know, I know, you know, and that's what's sad is you could have all the talent in the world, but if you don't know anybody, then yeah. do you? They're and never I mean, they, find you. you know, they go to these things to network, and you know, they yeah. they hook up with people and 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 mm-hmm. make deals. And I, I'm excited for you guys to go to Dragon Con. I hope you could, all can go, but because uh, I we'll think see. I just think that you'll be very impressed with Dragon Con's weird because it's like it's super organized and disorganized at the same time. I just like that it's broken up because like the artist area is like this is the artist area. When you enter here, you're entering into the artist area. Mm-hmm. There's no bumping around into anything else. It's like this is here. This is where you're going, and right. it's just very well organized. And it's and it's more like they have 3D art. They have like handmade jewelry and sculpture things, and I mean it's it's all kinds of crazy stuff that yeah. they have going on there. I'm definitely looking forward to something a little bit more. Um, this will together. This will literally break your synapses. I mean, you will just go into. We're probably going to have to get a spoon or something for you. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's good. I'm going to wear a leather belt. I'm just, just in case. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. So I like, yeah, how, was, I was, how was the venue? It was all right. The, I, I like the, the orange uh, County convention center, whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, it's huge. It's, it's a great place this year. I don't know why they, they changed the layout of the vendory areas where it was more like a grid instead of rows. And it got to be very confusing, hard to navigate. Yeah. There mm. would be, there would be, you know, horizontal rows, and then all of a sudden it would switch the other way, and you you, you get lost as to like, well, which way am I going? What's the flow? Yeah, some things were facing yeah. some you know one direction. Like yeah, you you walk around, and then you started you start to get paranoid. Like, I did I miss something? And it's going to be like the cool thing that everyone's going to talk about, and because I went the wrong way and wasn't in the right flow of traffic at this part, did I miss yeah. you know the and the way that traffic was really like foot traffic was really heinous inside. Right. So it was really easy to get pushed past something yeah. and not be able like if you're trying to just snake through the rows mm-hmm. if you caught something like if you're heading one direction and it was on the other side it was easy to get pushed past that and not be able to jump over and, and really look at it if you right. wanted to but yeah you just sort of get swept up yeah we rocked around I guess for about five hours and I think <laughs> we saw I think we saw almost most everything, the, most mm-hmm. everything yeah. we may have missed one or two because we, we went there we weren't going to try to go to any panels or no. yeah. talks or whatever we were like we want to look at shit and look at people you didn't want to go hear Draco talk about the no. magic no. of Harry Potter no. no speaking of I almost bought a goddamn wand yeah <laughs> there's a lot of shit there that you look and you go huh yeah that's for sale I know I would never look these things up I on Amazon one of those yeah but it's just like wait the wand's only ten dollars well looks nice and it yeah. comes in a box i could cool. get that and I then could, you're like wait what no what am i doing <laughs> yeah 
Because I mean, it, I'm looking does it at have like a griffin feather inside of it. Maybe, yeah. probably. Sweet. Um, it depends on you know which one it is. Because like I'm looking at steampunk hats and I'm like, oh, that's a cool hat. And then I'm looking at like goggles and I'm like, those goggles would go great with this hat. And then I'm like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> What's but, happened wait, to me? You're going down the expensive. expensive <laughs> I know, and that's hole. why I back away slowly and go look at Godzilla toys. So how much were the wands? 10, 15 bucks, 10, maybe? 15, maybe 25. Are they like handmade them? wands? Or? They're, they're probably manufactured. They're probably resin or but like lathed wood. They're not like cheap plastic. Yeah. I mean, they're nicely done and they, they're they detailed. Are, and they're specific. They're specific to each character. Right. They're like, the here's, actual like. Yeah. Here's Hermione's wand. So and they screen and accurate. studied the movies. Yeah. And, and the, the hats. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of hats. Mm-hmm. Um, you're wearing one now. I am wearing one now, like I do almost every day. Uh-huh. Um, that was like one thing that I was like, we have to go back and see hats because yeah. we got pushed past it. Yeah. I'm like, we have to go back and, and see hats. And I went over and hats and put one on and <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, ah, I like this hat. It looks cool on me. I could wear it, you know, occasionally. And Was it jaunty? No, jaunty it hat? wasn't. It wasn't really jaunty. It was oh, just okay. cool. Okay. Uh, you know, and leather and fit my head really well. And I. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. I like this hat. I should get this hat How much because was that I like hat? it so much. It was $120. You put that hat back. <laughs> I put that hat right back on the, <laughs> on the rack. expensive hat. Yes. Yeah. Did you have a picture of it? Uh, yes, I believe mm-hmm. I do. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I can look at that picture and go, man, man I like that hat. A sweet hat on me. Apparently, regular <laughs> price, $145. Oh, so these were con prices. <laughs> they were con prices. Nice. Damn. Yeah. And I love all that Victoriana, yeah. like all the clothing and sort of the costuming yeah i mean i just steampunky you know, stuff but i, I like could looking never at everything. get into it but no i know some people i wish would get into it though who what <laughs> <laughs> what i chuck so, was in chuck's happy place for a second there apparently. were celebrities there <laughs> there were yeah. yeah there were several of them mm-hmm. uh, yeah how was the celebrity scene there was a lot of uh, Peter Mayhew. Yeah, was he was there, falling apart and uh, <laughs> yeah. decomposing in yes. front of our eyes. Uh, and uh, Draco was there. The Black Vulcan of, was there. The Black Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> Tuvok was his character. I don't remember yes. his real name. Tim Ross. Tim Ross. The Tim Ross. Dinosaur Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. Tuvok. Tuvok dinosaur, dinosaur Hunter. hunter. Shut um, up. Shut up. <laughs> the voice of Mad Moxie was there, but I, I never actually saw her nope. at her table. Did not see her or Charisma Carpenter. No, nope. who was supposed to be there? Yeah, I didn't see there. her either. I Tia saw, Carrera saw her. She was there, still looking pretty good. Yeah, she's all right. Um, <laughs> who else was there? Bruce Boxleitner was Bruce there. Bruce Boxleitner was Tron there. Tron was mm-hmm. there. Yes. Uh, um, Data. Data was there. Data, yeah. Brent Spiner. He is mm. so One of the gray. chicks from, the <laughs> yeah, the chick from Tron, whatever her name is. Cindy Diane, Morgan. Cindy Morgan, yes. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought Hall's. you were about to say Olivia Wilde. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'd be coming. How did back. I miss yeah, this? No. I'd be coming. I'd, I'd be coming. <laughs> <laughs> that, I was going to say I'd be coming back with some right. sort of memorabilia, like yeah, a, but it works a frisbee signed by her, um, uh, a restraining order. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> brand new shiny restraining order signed by Olivia Wilde. Mm-hmm. Um, Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> I talked to uh, Stephen first, who yes. was Flounder in Animal House, and. I had him sign my Midnight Madness poster, which is a movie I adore, and he seemed delighted to sign something that no one ever asks. Well, you to. always make a point to bring them That's, something like from yeah. a movie that they would never have signed yeah. before. I, for some reason, think it's great to give someone something to sign that they don't sign 100,000 copies of. Like, he's probably signing 100,000 copies of either Animal House or Babylon 5. Mm-hmm. So, hand him a poster to this movie, and he's like, oh, I remember this movie. And I was like, I would hope you would. Uh, <laughs> you were in it. Yeah. You were in it. Yeah. 
so you know it wasn't that crowded when i was there so i got to talk to him for a little while and he was he was a good guy um you know um i didn't but now i know yeah you know now you know there were other people there shows, were other shows people. i don't watch there was like mm-hmm. several warehouse 13 people oh I, god oh, I, uh, if i had ever watched warehouse 13 i'd be ecstatic because there yeah. were 1900 people yeah. there from that show well, saul rubinek who has done other things yeah, yeah. he's there. in if if you say if you say sci-fi he's like right his yeah. like, little beacon yeah. goes off and he shows up <laughs> and he yeah. tries to get on it uh-huh. <laughs> at some point he will show up been in many things you have seen mm-hmm. yes so did you guys go to the Super McDonald's? We, we did. did. We went to the Mega McDonald's, the largest McDonald's in Orlando. Asterix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're oh, right. In Orlando? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, maybe that's true. At one point in the world. It does have the largest playland in the, the largest world. indoor play area in the world. That's Is there it. a ball that's- area? What? Probably we didn't go into like the play area. We went into oh, the, because we the quote unquote arcade area. The arcade oh. was shit. Yeah. I'm Aww. gonna say it. Yeah, the arcade was disappointing. Well, if you were a little but it was kid, all, it, was, it was all yeah. kid oriented. Oh so god damn it! If you were a they, kid, they, they it was cool. Baseballs the game. Yes, which was not anything what? like you'd think it is. No. What? Oh, I saw that picture. You oh yeah. yeah, it was just like colorful yeah. balls. And no, it yes. said space balls with a no. Z. I know, but I'm just saying the yeah. concept yeah. was just happy face balls. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so the value meals at the Mega McDonald's go up to thirty four dollars. Mm-hmm. 34 <laughs> items oh like 34 there are 34 v- so it's like walking into an arby's <laughs> yeah but but bigger but you can but order more. a chimichanga yes or... i had a mcchimmy well it wasn't a mcchimichanga <laughs> i had a chimichanga a mcchimichanga yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who spelled it mcchimichanga or did i spell it McKimichanga? i don't know i, don't know. I asked you that if you I spelled did. mcchimichanga I did. yes but i had a mcchimichanga um, how was it it was good it was actually really, really good yeah oh, it was okay. delicious Yay. um <laughs> I had a buffalo McChicken. You had a buffalo McChicken. <laughs> what? And what are these uh, things? our friend Ben had a, uh, a Philly cheesesteak that took thirty minutes. Cheesesteak. Oh, McPhilly cheesesteak. Philly. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think Fly, they flew it. Flew it in. Actually, the manager. Did it have involved. cheese whiz on it? Oh. Um, no, it wasn't cheese whiz. I think uh, it was uh, American. It's not no, right no, it was, no, it was it yellow cheese. Right. <laughs> it's wrong. It's not a real Philly. Though. But. Uh, T-Strell got chicken nuggets because he's lame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really? Yeah, you went to the Meg McDonald's? Yeah, you go to the Meg McDonald's. And that's some chicken, chicken, nuggets. Nuggets. chicken nuggets. Yeah, fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also got a shamrock shake because I am a champion of the world. Sure. Uh, I, I love, well, I love you were when on... you posted your picture of the shamrock shake. That triggered like 10 people to go, shamrock shakes are Shamrock shakes. Yes. Oh, my God. Fucking cracked a people. Shamrock shake. You were on International Drive, so you were internationally drinking. Right. Yeah, so you were eating a Mexican <laughs> a Mexican delicacy in an Irish an restaurant. Irish, yeah. With an Irish uh, shake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In an Irish restaurant with an Irish shake on yeah. International Drive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. With French fries. With French fries. Yes. And Coca-Cola, which is Merkin. Merkin. <laughs> and, and I had my you chicken were, sandwich from the very northern part of the United States, practically Canada. Yeah, practically. In Buffalo. You were like a walking well Epcot. I was. It was Epcot. <laughs> What? 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 Ah, stupid sickness. Uh, (laughs) Your love of cocks is a sickness? No, No, this stupid sickness I'm still getting over is is fucking up my speech. Is giving you Tourette's? Yes. (laughs) Epcock! This is the worst. Mm. Um, Walt Disney fell (laughs) down! It was Epcot on a tray. Oh. Is what I was trying to say. Oh. The other one was better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was for you. Hey. But, uh... Ooh. So that was a good way to cap the day. Yeah, yeah, it was a glorious, glorious And then you guys day. all drove back up to... Yes. 
Same and I had, I had never been to the giant McDonald's, and every time I'd been in Orlando, I wanted to go to the giant McDonald's. So it was a culmination of a lifelong dream for me. So you had, in all in all, you had a winner of a day. I did. Even the drive up was hilariously awesome. Wait, did you get foreign currency? Did you no, change your currency? currency. I'm not sure. I didn't see any signs for them still doing that. That, yeah. that used to be a thing, believe okay. me. I guess, I guess not. Now well, I, I saw it a few times in my travels throughout Orlando that weekend. A couple of the malls, they had big booths that were like, change like your money the, for Bulgarian money. Or, they you know, probably decided like the tickety like prize area was probably more useful than <laughs> having a place to exchange currency. <laughs> yeah. I like big booths. You cannot lie. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. so you guys, are you going back next year? I've gone this yes. like for yeah. fourth time I've gone. Yes. Uh, yeah, BJ, gone. you're I, in. I want to go for the weekend next year. Um, uh, okay. you, you should definitely try. I mean, if like especially, now that you've experienced it, if you if you can go on the first day of the the con, which is the day that I went, you can get more celebrity exposure. Well, and y- you have more time if you want to d- go that route. But also, it's it's a little more laid back in that the crowd is not as big, so that you can feel free to stop at at booths and stuff, and you're really not getting in anyone's way. Um, and you still get the same experience because I mean, my God, there were so many people dressed. I didn't think anyone was going to be dressed up on Friday. I was going to be disappointed, and they were all there. I mean, it was just like it's Friday. I'm dressed up. I'm going. The con's on. Yeah. I'm wearing. I'm wearing my outfit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it was not disappointing at all, and, yeah. and it was actually more satisfying than I think going on Saturday would have been. Yeah. So, um, I'm ready to go to whatever con next all right whatever con yes <laughs> coming i'm going March. to start whatever con so that i can go to it <laughs> this is our panel called Meh. <laughs> yeah whatever next door is the panel called <laughs> <laughs> you should come and dress up yeah we'll judge you <laughs> <laughs> yes you suck <laughs> boo but thanks for coming first <laughs> are we done I, I think we're done talking about Megacon. Okay. I, I think we're we have some emails, but we're gonna save them for next week because probably a good idea. We don't want to have cons to talk about. Yeah, we got a few. There was a lot of topics, and Ooh. we're running long anyway. So. Yeah, it's been a long show. I'm always running long. Watch the avocado, avocado movies, and then talk about cons for six yeah. hours. We better get out of here. Yeah, we can thank everyone for tuning in for Yafikado Month. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's funny how that turned out. He missed one. It's he missed awesome the first one. Yeah. What the hell was he doing? I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if Yaffa had been the sidekick. Oh, man. I don't know. I like that sidekick in Slaughter. He was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, I guess. Imagine if Yaffa was that chick that was trying to get... Ew. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. That never make sense. That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Just run the scene. Would, Could you imagine Jim Brown kicking Yaffa Kato out of his house naked? It would have made any sense when Jim Brown's like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> Yaffa yeah. wouldn't have taken that. <laughs> Get your narrow ass out of my house, Yaffa. <laughs> Whatever. Just throwing it out there. Uh, I'm Yaffa Kato. I just got out of the shower. <laughs> got my hat. Got my hat. <laughs> Nothing else. <laughs> it would have worked. I'm telling you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> So, so contact information. <laughs> yes. All right. Contact information. Mm-hmm. Website, www.bmfcast.com. Check us out on Twitter at twitter.com slash bmfcast. On Facebook at facebook.com slash bmfcast, where you can like us and you can see all of our updates all up in your feed. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes. Search for BMFCast or Bad Movie Fiends Podcast. And there you can subscribe to us and rate us and review us. We like good ratings and five stars, but we'll take what we can get because we love you. 
you can also check us out on Stitcher Radio, which is a, an app for all of your relevant mobile devices, which will stream our glory directly to your ear holes on your mobile device. Also, you can email us at bmf at bmfcast.com if you would like to send in your questions or if you don't. Uh, or if you don't. <laughs> or if you don't have access to, you know, a telephone to do the next thing, you can send us an MP3 of you talking to us. As usual, keep them short and sweet. Um, but really, the most important thing that you can do ever in your entire life, mm-hmm. which will make you whole as a person, is to call us on the Garfield phone, the Bamcast hotline. The number is 910-5-JOX-BMF or 910-556-9263. Give us a ring, share your opinions and thoughts, as long as they're brief and relevant to things. And stuff. We will listen to them. We will. Yeah. You perhaps will be featured on the podcast. Perhaps. Mostly. Mostly. It's likely. Sure. You never know. Yeah. Chance it. (laughs) Give it a try. (laughs) Don't be a pussy. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. So, let's get out of here, shall we? Yes. Sounds good. Okay. I'm Harlow. I'm Maggie. I'm the Beach. And I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Thank you.